Like we're almost touching, usually. Just like your mic and the pop filter. Oh, <laughs> podcast burn. <laughs> Peepop burn. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Publish, Perish or Podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see if science prefers giving or receiving massages. I'm Andrew Stapleton and joining me today (laughs) on the 25th episode of P-Pop, Publish, Perish or Podcast are Cameron Shearer. Hi. And Christopher Gibson. G'day. All right. Giving or receiving. I think science likes to be in control. It's a giver. It it's gives not. the massage because it likes to be in control of the, the pressure and the tension. Yep. And it doesn't want to lose itself to too much too much pleasure. I think I like that. So science kind of wants to work out the best massage. Yes. And yes. so you can't do that by receiving a massage. Thank massage. You, <laughs> Thank you, Cameron. That, that is how I'm choosing to pronounce it, yes. Yeah, good, good. I know. Well, actually, I, I said it and just as I was about to say it, I had no idea how it was pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> you did pause. I know. That's why. Chris, do you like giving or receiving a massage? Oh, is- receiving, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean, uh, giving a massage, of course, I like to do that if I know I'm going to get one in return. Cameron? I reckon you give great massages, Cameron. Look at, look at those hands. <laughs> really small and uh, pointy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, correct. I don't really know. I'm not a... I don't do a lot very often. I would say... <laughs> I would rather give a massage. Yeah. Do you believe me? Yeah, yeah, I believe you. Yeah. All right, okay. good. Yep. I got mm. nothing else to say. Okay. Yeah, I guess I believe you. Well, I don't like giving and I don't like receiving. What? I don't I don't like receiving because I got a hairy back and I feel sorry for the person <laughs> doing it. Like even if I paid a professional, what I'd be What about through your shirt? No, cuz like the the hair moves underneath it. I yeah. can't be dealing with that. Yeah. Ooh, does yeah. it rustle? Yeah. Yeah. Gross. And I don't like giving because the back is the most boring part of the body to touch. <laughs> there is nothing on there. There's lots, and not yet, just it's just like skin mm. on bone. It's like a I don't know human tablecloth kind of scenario <laughs> where you just kind of move the skin about on the bone for a bit, and that's it. Mm. You mm. can massage other spots, like what? Ooh. The legs. <laughs> The feet, the hands, the scalp. You've got a great scalp for massage. I cannot believe it's been... <laughs> yes. There's acres of, of skin and, and hairless flesh to just mould and, and love. Yeah. Speaking, right. about, speaking about tablecloths, yeah. look at your forehead. <laughs> What's wrong with it? Oh, I can see it's all just like a sheet being pushed over something. <laughs> Fucking hell, look, before Cameron was like, I can't wait. He can't wait because he can't wait to have a go at us. Yeah. Chris, yeah. me and you will gang up on him. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. <laughs> News from the week. Who wants to go first? It's been so long since we've done one. Yeah. Like four or five weeks we just discussed before. So there is actually loads of news. But we have to start with Cameron, I think. He's got some huge news that occurred just after our last podcast. Oh, what a great lean-in. Thank you. Thanks for letting me go first. I thought you might have said this for me. But it hasn't just been a week. We've been not meeting for four weeks. Mm, yes. Four or five weeks, yeah. And in those four weeks, I got married. Yay! Yay Congratulations to another human. To another human. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It just goes to show that scientists can attract a mate. It doesn't happen often, mm. but when they do, you capture them. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yes. And uh, I did science mating or courtship at some point. You, and so yep. I obviously knew what I was doing when I yes. did say those things that I said. And did you do some of the things that we suggested during our courtship? Um, no, no, nothing that you suggested. Nothing. No, <laughs> <laughs> I no, think, no stalking. Chris, yours like was like trap them in a room and don't let them leave. <laughs> no, I think, no, Chris's was like 
become best friends with the father. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Learn all about them surreptitiously. Stalk them on the uh, on the internet. Get to know the parents. Then woo. Yeah. And so when I got married, I had the two greatest MCs that I've ever seen in a wedding. Mm. Boom. They Thank were you. Andy and Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Thank that you. That was fun. Thank you. I Thank really you. liked keep, keep I mainly down. like it because I like the sound of my own voice. Mm. Yeah. And you would have heard it a lot. I heard it a lot. And I heard it louder than usual. Yeah. Which is even better. Yeah. It but was Chris, beautiful. high five for MCing. Oh. Oh. Good that, sound. That a, Thank you. Oh, it hurts. Thank you. Yeah. A little bit. But you got to touch his hand. His yeah. hands are beautiful. Yeah. Actually, how many people touched your hand at the wedding? Uh, a load. And every one of them said that my hands are beautiful and soft. <laughs> Masculine yet soft. And there should be a hand model like George Costanza. <laughs> Did anyone say masculine? Uh, that's what I remember. But yeah, it was a great wedding. We had a great time. Oh, it was awesome. Very, very good wedding. Relaxed, fun. The beer flowed. The champagne flowed. Yeah. Um, I emceed particularly well. You Andy did. You did a pretty good job. I yeah, did. Overall, very good. Oh, and the uh, the bride and groom were, were very good as well. And oh, the family gave some good speeches, not overly long. And you said that twice. Does that really bother you? Long speeches at weddings? I've been to too many where the speeches just go on and on and on and on. But, but at Cameron and, uh, Cameron's wedding and Lauren's wedding? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're doing what? <laughs> Hey, and so we won't mention uh, the fee that you charged me, of course, because of that's course. private. That is but private. I imagine you two would be available to MC weddings, bar mitzvahs, funerals, and the like. Funerals. We, I, I cannot do funerals anymore due to an incident last year. But we, I can't talk about that for legal reasons. But <laughs> we are open for weddings. Mm. Oh wow! Absolutely. Okay. Right, perfect. Okay. Well, uh, yes, I've got some news. Of course, I do. But Andy, you've had some big things going on in your Chris, life as are you, well. Are you trying to take over hosting this podcast? No. What, what I'm doing to do is to get to get the dross out of the way, so that the gold—that's me—the gold will come dross. through. All right, Jesus. Chris, he wants to talk for ages. I can feel it building up. He's got a massive list. Look at that. Anyway, right here I go. Um, I did three weeks. The reason we haven't met up is because I did three weeks internship at Cosmos Magazine. Yay! Yay! Congratulations! Well done. well done. So I, you're alive. I am alive. I did it. I survived the uh, the cutthroat world of science journalism. Well done. So I think the last podcast I said that I had resigned, but mm. I had resigned and uh, to take up this this internship, and I wanted to learn new skills. Okay, awesome. and that's exactly what I did. I went in, I learned new skills. I'll tell you what, science journalism, it's real like it's real hectic. Mm. What? It's just hectic. Is it like on the on the telly, like there's people walking around in in sort of short sleeve shirts and ties and someone saying, Stop the press, stop the press. Well, I was saying to I was saying to Chris before, like in the car, academia feels stressful, but I feel like that's anxiety. Okay. The actual stress around a day is quite low, but the long-term stress, uh-huh. the long-term anxiety is quite high. Yeah. Whereas in journalism, that's the other way around. Okay. Long-term kind of, st- not stability, but the, long t- the long-term... You're not, really, you're not worried about things uh, one month from now. No, exactly. It's, but it's high stress. It's like, right, the deadline's at midday and you've got to phone up an independent... Scientists yeah, yeah. to give you comment on this paper that no one's heard of. So you got a lot of short-term yeah. deadlines. Short-term deadlines. Yeah. So stress is really high, and I felt yeah. kind of like quite sorry for the editors because they're put under the pump. Okay. Yeah, but I don't have many people busting down my door saying we have to calibrate cantilevers immediately. That doesn't happen very often. Did you just hijack my story to talk about your science? <laughs> yes. Yes. Christopher Gibson. And so was that stress? Um, Obviously, being different was that a relief to you, or did you, or I, did you find it stressful? Surely, at one point, because you've you've noticed this difference, you've yeah. thought this is different. I yeah. like it. I don't like it. Mm. I I like the short term goals because it's really easy to have a sense of achievement. Yep. It's like you tick off the day and you're like, I wrote two articles, or I contacted this many people, or I did this. That's really nice. That's like yep. kind of nice and satisfying. Mm. I think. The long term of always being stressed, like walking in on a on a work day and knowing 
that it's just going to be a stressful day yeah. Yeah. isn't appealing. So you can't just have a 45-minute to an hour-long copy break. No, that's right. If you don't feel like working. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because I think in science sometimes we can get a couple of things done in a day and go, ooh, I feel like I've accomplished something. Yeah. But if you've yep. continually got to get 20 or 30 things done in a day that yeah. you have to do, yep. that would be stressful. Yeah. No doubt about it. So everyone was very friendly, like I said. Um, one thing is, so I went, I, I came from a position as a researcher where I had an intern or like a research student. All right, yeah. And I went, in within one week, I went from like near the top of the pile oh, to the bottom. Beneath the shoes. And I tell you what, <laughs> for someone with my personality type... Eating shit is really helpful. <laughs> so, you, so you grew Honestly, out of this. Yeah? I grew something. Quite, yeah. I feel I, I'm so humble now. Yeah. Well, I'm not really. But yeah. before, I was just like, you know, I was like, you do this. Like, so I'd been doing research like you guys. I mean, you've been doing it for like a million years, Chris. But mm-hmm. like 10 years mm-hmm. or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd worked out the ebb and flow. I've, I'd worked out how to do it. Yep. But now I've just been chucked into this whole new thing. And I'm the fucking shit kicker. Uh-huh. I'm right at the bottom. So someone, they very nicely says, Andy, can you write this? And you go, yes. And then they edit it and they edit the shit out of you. You no longer know what you're doing. Yeah. You can't just say, hang on a minute. I've got 10 years of, oh no, I don't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. It's, it's, a, it's really refreshing. Like if I could recommend, out of this experience, if I could recommend anything, it's that someone you should go and do something you can't do for a little bit. Okay, so Chris, you should try and download an app um, uh, this week and let us know how uh, feeling stupid goes. Yeah, uh, hold on, that's a bit different. I need someone standing over me telling I'm, telling me I'm doing it wrong. Either are you two available this oh, week? Oh yeah, no, I've, I am now unemployed, Chris. I've got all week. Oh, and so, Andy, have you got anything else about the Cosmos? One other short story. All right, I have a question after yep. you've finished. Okay, don't forget about me. All right, I won't. Not only did I become the intern... But on day three of the Cosmos internship, I became the intern that smelt like B.O. (laughs) (laughs) Why did it take you three days? (laughs) I had one day on that pool that we had. (laughs) (laughs) I had two, so I'm the closest I win. Oh, God, I tell you what. Long story short. Packed up the bag, chucked all my clothes in. Some had been washed, some hadn't, and I just chucked them all in the bag. We've talked about your clothes situation exactly, before. Yeah. There's no dirty there's, clothes. There's arse and there's future arse. Exactly. And balls. <laughs> balls and future yeah, balls. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Balls. So I just, future balls. I just chucked it all in. I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and then I didn't unpack when I got the other end because stuff can stay in a, in a bag. It's fine, right? No. It can stay in there, yeah, yeah. yeah. It won't, well, it won't go. It essentially Sm- smell concentrates. Yeah, it yeah. essentially fermented yeah. over two days. And this was a T-shirt of mine that is n- renowned for getting a bit boe. Yeah. So it started from a quite a high bo poten- potential anyway. Uh huh. Mm. I was driving to work to to the internship. And I was like, "Ooh, the car's smelling a bit damp." Ooh. Then I sit down and I'm like, "Oh shit, <laughs> I stink." Like the BO, it's like, and because I've got it on now and I'm a bit hot, it's like re-energized the BO smell. Yeah, yeah. And it's seeping. Like I just feel like this cloud. And every time someone comes near me and my arms like clamp down Mm. to my side. Worst thing then, editor, the editor-in-chief calls me into her office, closes the door, turns off the air conditioning. (laughs) This is a nightmare, chaps. Yep. Yep. Is she weird? Does she like it? She did not know that I smell. Okay. I I realised she found out when she opened the door. <laughs> and I just I didn't know her well enough. And I just wanted to say like I know I stink of BO and I, I'm sorry. And then relate the entire story to her. Exactly. And halfway yeah. through it go, I shouldn't no, have done that. She's too busy. She can't hear that whole story. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She's a busy lady. Yeah, she's like, I'm stinky because I'm a guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I fucking stink. I know it. Move on. Go. Deadline's tomorrow. <laughs> I scienced it. I science oh. not smelling like BO. Ooh. What would what would you do, Chris? So uh, smell is produced Quickly. by uh, matter molecules. So if you heat matter <laughs> molecules, <laughs> you lose. <laughs> um, I would quickly rush into the toilet yep. and get a counter smell. 
Ooh, like, and I, I would I would heat like, up the shirt so that the extra energy would make the matter molecules, the smell molecules, leave the shirt. Thanks, Chris. What I did is I at lunchtime I rushed out, bought a new shirt. Well, I was in Turak, which is one of the fanciest suburbs in Melbourne. I could not find a shirt under a hundred dollars. You stole a new shirt. <laughs> I wish. Anyway, I went to a pharmacy and I bought the hand cleaner. You know that uh, like yeah. rubbing uh, hand yeah. cleaner, Mostly alcohol. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then I bought um, some spray, some like spray, some deodorant or something. And then you heated up the shirt. Then I needed to destroy the shirt, but I can't go in topless back to work. They would know, <laughs> and I can't go in. <laughs> they would know. <laughs> They'd guess after a while. And you'd been there for three days. Yeah. yeah. How is there no shirt policy? <laughs> like, why is this guy? Why is this guy wearing? Why, why is this guy yeah. wearing a jumper? <laughs> so nudity is not an option. And I, 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 I'd resigned myself to spending a hundred dollars on a shit shirt mm-hmm. just to go back in. But as I'm work, as I, as I'm walking to where I think the cheapest shirts are in the fanciest place in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I look across and glowing in the distance, the famous sign, Op Shop. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I've scored. Anyway, go in there, find a shirt. It's perfect. It doesn't fit perfectly. Holy shit. Boom. You got away with it. Yeah, completely. I got away with it. Got away with it. So you it. went from, from stinking very badly yep. to suddenly smelling like an okay. old man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cameron, you had a question. Don't forget. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd forgotten. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> oh, thanks, Chris. No worries. That's what you I do. You are hosting tonight. Well done. Thank you. So, Andy, this is the first time I've seen you since you resigned. Yes. Well, apart from the wedding, of course, but you were dressed up at the wedding. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, Chris, welcome. obviously your tie uh, got broken on the way or something like that, and that's why you weren't wearing a tie. I lost my Girton Cambridge tie, people. It's a travesty. <laughs> um, and so the only difference I notice in you, Andy, as yeah. a as a, a, a bystander is that you're wearing a T-shirt today, whereas normally you're yes. a button-up shirt guy. Yes. Mm. So mm. freelancer Andy wears T-shirts. Freelancer Andy wears delicious T-shirts that smell a little <laughs> bit like B.O. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gibbo. Okay. We've got, got a, 10 minutes. We've got a spare hour because uh, it's time for Gibbo's News. So, um, a big shout out to El Groover, who is uh, someone contributing to our um, podcast news and topics and that. El Groover is my awesome nephew, Alex. He's my uh, sister's son. My sister's name is Helen, and he's just moved to Melbourne. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's moved to Melbourne. So, big shout out to El Groover, big shout out to to Lecky. Good, uh, Good to hear from you. Now... New segments. New segments. People have been crying out for more Gibbo segments. It's about Gibbo Sightwatch. It's about everything Gibbo. Everything's coming up Gibbo. So I'm combining a segment today. This new segment is Gibbo's Secret Fan combined with Gibbo's Funny Stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Gibbo. <laughs> is that the fan? That's the fan, yeah. <laughs> so, in particular, uh, El Groover was particularly uh, keen to hear more Gibbo's funny stories. And so, here it is. So, Gibbo's secret fan yes. is kind of a funny story. And that's, that's how it's combined together. <laughs> <laughs> so, on 13th of the 1st, 2017, yeah. I got an email from a fan asking me to continue with my segments. One segment in particular they wanted me to continue is Gibbo's Science Heroes. Yes, but that was always you, Gibbo. Oh, that secret fan I am about to out. That secret fan is Cameron Shearer. Thank you, Cameron. Uh You have hidden your infatuation with me underneath scorn and derision. But now it's out. And I have (laughs) the email to prove it. A screenshot (laughs) of the email... I would like you. Oh to my read. God! You took a sc- you print screened an email. <laughs> That's not how you print an email. Like- <laughs> read the section that is boxed. Read it. All right, Gibbo. When you introduce a new segment, it implies it will return. I don't think Science Heroes or whatever it was has ever come back. 
then you changed it. You <laughs> and then all of a Read sudden, it. and then all of a sudden, in a new font, in a new color, it says, "Without Gibbo segments, the podcast is lame." <laughs> Please do more segments, T Bone. T Bone, this time in ca- uh, bold typeface, as you are a great and funny guy. Thank you, Cameron. So, there we go. All right. And so, also in this email, um, I mentioned that Chris uh, watched a podcast on YouTube, whereas most people would listen <laughs> to a podcast through an app. That's, hold on. That's all the relevant. Um, no, 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 enough of that. Enough of that now. That's all right. <laughs> I do have a Gibbo Science Hero. Oh, Gibbo! Yep. Recently, temperatures in Adelaide climbed to over 40 degrees for about a week. That was yep. last week. On the second floor where I work, there is no air conditioning in any office. I estimate in those offices, the temperature got up to maybe 50 or 60 degrees Celsius. That's just a rough guess from me. Yep. Um, yet one person stayed on and did some remarkable work, including, for example, producing an excellent figure for a paper. Just one? Uh, just one, but it was an excellent one. Gibbo's science hero is me. <laughs> Christopher! Dr. Chris Gibson, it was stifling in my office, absolutely stifling. And yet I hung on till 3.30 in the afternoon. 3.30 in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. What a late day for you. Yep, yep. Now, have I still got a couple of minutes? I don't. I can cut it. It's easy. (laughs) We all... And that's it for Gibbo segments for this week. Oh, my little hairy friends. Hello. I'm so jealous of your lovely mops. Thank you. The topic for today is science parties and celebrations. Celebrate good times. Come on. It's good singing. Um, What do scientists celebrate? Why does a good old-fashioned scientist get-together happen? That's that's because the first thing I wrote was, what do scientists celebrate that is particularly science-y? Yeah. That, that's it. What is it that we celebrate? One thing I love to celebrate is papers being published. Yep. 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 I love yep. that. And that's I, I put down a note, not enough celebration of accomplishments, e.g. papers being published. Yep. I There's think not enough fair. of it. Not enough of it. It's a big deal getting a paper published. Even in a journal like Metrionomics, it deserves celebration. Thanks for the dig. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, generally speaking, when we get a paper published, yep. what happens is in our weekly group meeting, it gets mentioned. It does. Hey, uh, oh, that's good. It does. Uh, there was a paper published. Um, you know, this guy did it. Uh, Chris cheesed. Cameron cheesed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's it. Uh, and then uh, uh, if people have been around long enough, they know that then is the time to do a polite clap. Yeah, and that is a good thing, and I, I'm not—I've got nothing against polite clapping, but it should be followed by an orgy of beer and violence, at least on the closest Friday to that day. You do like your beer. You're known for a bit of being a bit of a beer fiend. I do like a bit of beer. A beer, beer, maybe a schnitzel, um, some loud raucous conversation, and some some hearty backslapping. Yeah, and yep. maybe a, a brief discussion about the awesome elements of that paper. During, you, what during, you mean is the discussion of the bits you contributed to. That happens to happen. Oh, on the Friday, you mean? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I was kind of. I feel like if you have a paper published, then like that person should then give a talk to the group on that paper. Hmm. Yeah. What a boring way to celebrate. <laughs> science. <laughs> that's what that may, maybe that's how science would celebrate. <laughs> Hi everyone. Uh, <laughs> what I mean, about? This... I mean, uh, sorry to hijack if no, you no, got no, anything go, planned, go. Chris. But um, no, that's right. Even before the old group meeting, uh, polite clap when everyone else learns about it. Yep. Yep. When the corresponding author gets the little letter, mm. oh, yeah. uh, saying, "Hey, it's been published." Yep. Yeah, they'll yeah, then yeah. email it to all the authors, yep. and they'll yeah. say, "Hey, great news! It's published." And then it something, along, and then they'll say something like. It was great work, well done. Yeah, and then they yeah. might choose their favorite, like people who worked hard on it. Yeah, thing yeah. to get mentioned. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes, like, Ooh, I'll, I've never I'll, had that. I'll do that. I'll say congratulations to all, to everyone. That mm-hmm. includes the people who didn't, who did fuck all. Um, <laughs> no, I, I would never, uh, never, never, never. 
you'd, n- you'd never say congratulations to all. No. Nah. Uh, I'd always say congratulations to all, and then I would sort of highlight, you know, the first author and, and some of that stuff, the people yeah. that really pushed the paper. Yeah. Uh, but that good. is a nice, I do like that, and it is. it does go noticed when... The co-authors don't respond. I think. Oh, you just want a little nod. You want to. You want a little. Just oh, a nod. Just just a nod. That all yeah. the effort. That if you. they don't do the reply all and say, "Hey, great work, so good." Yeah. Then, yeah. It is a bit of a dick, isn't it? Yeah. yeah they I don't obviously like don't that. care about it. They're being carried. <sighs> By the way, is anyone is anyone having a go at anyone else here? No. no okay. Not fine. You don't do emails. I don't know. Like I don't know if I forgot at one point. I don't want to say. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, All right. uh, it's just other people. I can tell you the 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 one time that I won an award, Ooh. I got the one level above email saying well done. Holy what? shit. Phone What's call? That? No, I haven't had a phone call actually. Ooh. We're not really a phone calling group because everyone's office is so close. Yeah, yeah. You got to visit. It was just you two would phone call often just to like organize lunch at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that was excellent. And <laughs> do you remember when <laughs> they upgraded our phones to have Oh, uh, this is my video God. phones. Yeah, they upgraded it to have video, right? And I actually cut out a picture of Chris's face and hung it in front of the camera and cut out the mouth so it looked like I was talking behind. Yeah, All right. That and, was horrible. And I used to call down to the lab and do you remember once a, a, one of the PhD students they said to like they, they said something like Chris is called and it was me <laughs> <laughs> you, you, did a, you, made, you made a hole in my mouth hole on the yeah. picture and you'd stick your tongue through it yeah yeah it was disgusting yeah. Yeah. your face is quite still when you talk so yeah. I can kind of see how someone could forget about that I called Sue mm. Pike once which mm. is uh, one of our <laughs> colleagues and she was like Crandy <laughs> Crandy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it not I quite as good as Crusader so you yeah. did get a phone call no, uh, um, I got the email at the same time as them. Yeah. And within 30 seconds, they knocked on my door Ooh. to congratulate me. That's great, Ooh. man. That's great. Yeah. That that's good. That's that, good. that felt really great. To yeah. Who was that? Who knocked on your door? Uh, that was my supervisor at the time. Oh, very good. Good Love stuff. It. Good Love stuff. It. Good Excellent. stuff. Good stuff. So, papers. Yeah, we that's celebrate we like papers. Yeah. Celebrate. Anything else? Birthdays. Does does science the group celebrate birthdays in the group? Uh, I guess we kind of do, don't don't we? Well, we we would go to the pub for someone's birthday. Yeah. Um. But no, I guess I guess as a science group thing, we don't do that. No, I can't. So in the group that. that I've just resigned from. Yep. <laughs> oh, is it? You're just realizing it I now. I just realized what I've done. <laughs> what a silly idea. Should have waited till after your birthday. <laughs> Fuck, I could have got a cake. No, the sad thing is, you got to bring your own cake. Mm hmm. Right? Oh, fuck that. I mean, that makes yeah. sense, though. Oh, it makes sense, because no one's going to remember your birthday. It's not no, I mean, no one else is going to bring you a cake. I mean... No, I completely understand. So on the day of your birthday, no one knows. You just rock up with a cake and go, oh, look. Oh, look. I wonder, <laughs> wonder who bought cake. Who bought cake? I did. Why did you bring it? It's my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Give me some cake. <laughs> yeah. But when the group gets to a certain size, like, it's just cake all the time. Mm. And people always over-cater. Yeah. So you have cake for, like, two days, and you cut it up, and... Don't get me wrong, I really like cake and I particularly like it when the senior members of the group have birthdays because they buy the good cakes. Mm, mm. Cheese shop. They don't make them. They don't make them. They get like the really rich ones that make your stomach not right for a couple of days. Mm, Oh, yeah, they're great, those ones. I love them. Um, But yeah, so I love that. Yeah, we definitely celebrate when people leave and we've just had someone leave. Ash Slattery, who's a regular listener now of the podcast. Hi, Ash. He's left. I was Ash's... Any nicknames? Um, no, I don't, uh, Ash, we could start Slats. <laughs> slats? Slats? <laughs> slats? Ugh. Slats? Ash, how do you feel about one. that? No, Ash just gets Ash Ashy Slashy? Ashy Ash- Ash- Slashy. Ugh. It sounds like someone with a urinary tract in fact infection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this isn't going the way I was planning. No, Ash. Sorry cool. if you're listening to all this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I supervised Ash uh, during his PhD. Oh, I oh, supervised. You? Never oh, mentioned that. You're just getting a brag in here, right? Yeah, yeah, I thought you were um, talking about Ash. And we published loads of papers together. Um, no, no, he's a great guy. And he's um, been uh, working with me managing a bunch of instruments at the uh, university. Uh-huh. Now he's going to Adelaide Microscopy where he's got a permanent position. <gasps> That's for you, Ash. Well done, mate. You oh, get the God. angelic choir. 
well done. Well, well done, done, Ash. Ash, you rocked it. So he, he finished recently and we had at least three or four um, going away things for him. Christmas is another time. Ooh, yes, Get yes. together, reflect on the year. Yep. Yeah, there yep. are some Christmas parties. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Now, of course, that is why we celebrate, but how do we celebrate? Mm. What is the quintessential science party? Well, there's got to be a load of alcohol. People have to get really drunk. No, and come do on. things they wouldn't normally do. That's what Christmas I do. Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Am I the only one doing that? I think so, Chris. Yeah. This is a time. This is an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast has led up to this moment. Yeah. That's why people are always it, looking at me. We funny. had a 25 episode plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's worked very well. I, I I feel intervened now. Good. Intervened. Good. All right. So, but we're still going out on Friday? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to right, drink good. a gut full of beer and uh, <laughs> fall asleep at the Evoca. <laughs> All right. Uh, the quintessential science party. Yes. I think you hit, hit it on the head before with uh, after your group meeting, yeah. you might have a bit of cake. Oh, everyone loves it. I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, or, or sometimes instead of in your regular uh, lecture room or you know, breakout room, wherever you have your group meetings, you might move it to the tea room. Ooh. Yeah. That's bold. Let's and go then, crazy. And then, you know, you know, you're not doing any talks. No. It's just about having a little bit of cake. Mm. And a bit of a chit chat. Mm. Yeah. A little bit of a chit chat. And then a, a load of, of beers. And then a load yeah. of beers. <laughs> <laughs> then it gets crazy. No, Chris. No, that's just you. <laughs> uh, okay. I think like the lunch room is certainly anywhere with a sink mm. just seems to attract science parties uh-huh. like anywhere with hot water on tap yep yeah and a sink is is where it happens and, and everyone like awkwardly stands around eating their cake off either a floppy napkin or off some disposable cutlery <laughs> yeah that's exactly sorry disposable right. plates with yeah, disposable uh, cutlery that's exactly right and it's like mm, this is good and everyone mm, i love the cake okay uh, no 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 one's talking about the food well unless someone's made it Ah, and then you yeah. got to say how lovely. Oh, it is. No, yeah, yeah, no, we, very we, moist. Yeah, the cake is moist. moist. Yeah. We had a thing today, and there were don- there were donuts there, and I talked about donuts for ages. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Ooh, like them. Yeah. I didn't like them because yeah. they were sugared instead of cinnamon. Cinnamon. Oh, okay. And as uh, 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 a party foul. Ooh. Party foul. <laughs> Cameron calls that? it. I oh, know party foul, and then I blew my whistle like an umpire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, Chris. Yes. You're you're you can't answer this question. <laughs> but alcohol, yes or no? Um so can I just No, Chris, I said you're not allowed to answer the question. Jumped right in. <laughs> Cameron didn't even breathe in. After four? Yes. Okay. After or Christmas four. party if it's yep. a lunch with kind of the expectation that you don't go back to work. Yeah. Because you can't go yeah. back in the lab if you've had any uh, alcohol in your system. Yes. Absolutely yeah. correct. There's no going back in the lab. No, so it's a once nice you way start to get drinking, a day. it's orgy, beer, and, beer and violence. Good, yeah. good. Can I add one thing? You know, I have to say something. I've Go got, on. I've just got a little sentence written here. I don't know why I wrote this, but I think it's it's pertinent. How to make a great science party slash celebration? All right. Take alcohol, add T-bone, and let fun-fueled mayhem ensue. Stop calling yourself T-bone, T-bone's, please. T-bone's taken off. Uh, only with you. <laughs> um, yeah, look, with alcohol, I think now we have to be particularly... I th- In Australia, it's a very like alcohol-driven kind of environment. Yeah. Same in the yeah. UK. Yep. Yeah. People love a drink, especially academics. Beer. Drown those sorrows. Whiskey. But people, for whatever reason, don't drink. Mm-hmm. And I know of researchers that are put off by t- attending functions because they know that it's just going to be a lot of alcohol being consumed. Yep. So when I first heard like, oh, it's going to be a party and there's going to be no beer, just and I was like, oh, it's lame. I did think that. I was like, oh, is this going to be lame? Yeah. But then I realized that, in fact, an alcohol-free party means that everyone's invited. Everyone feels comfortable to attend mm-hmm. and you have some cake. And then the people that do want to drink can go out afterwards. Yeah. Mm. But so um, if there's that. no alcohol, is it their drugs and stuff like that? What? Yeah, just big tray of cocaine <laughs> that everyone smashes their gums yeah. into. And my last question for you two about tea, about science parties, is it enjoyable? Um, yeah, it is when I'm drinking. I find <laughs> it really... <laughs> it's such a theme to this podcast, isn't it? 
Uh, it depends, I think. Um, yeah, it can be fun. It can be fun without booze. If everyone's sort of standing around, have, you know, wasting a bit of time, I guess, that can be good. If yeah. the food's good, yeah. if the food's good, that makes up for a lot. Yeah. But for me, I don't really relax after a hard week and if there's a party until I've, until I've got some al- alcohol in me, I think. Sad but true. Yeah, I think, or maybe we haven't quite painted the picture of a party okay. that great. So say in the your tea room, mm-hmm. uh, at some time there's say between 10 and 30 people yeah. in there. Yeah. There's no music. No. There's food and there might be soft drinks, beer available, but mm-hmm. you're kind of, your entertainment is talking to people. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so you really have as much fun as you like talking to the people around you. Yep. Uh, and so if, Within those ten to thirty people, you have people that you like talking to. Then I think they're they're great. Mm-hmm. But if there's not someone there that I really want to talk to, or if I just don't feel like talking for some reason, then I I do find them a bit stiff, yeah, and boring. But I mean that's that's what happens. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in in that respect, it's no different to any other office. Yeah, I suppose yeah. that's true. That's true. I mean. We uh, last year we had uh, sort of a beer event, we had a little party every fortnight in the Caps Tea Room, and I found all of those pretty enjoyable. I was half toasted most of the time, but yep. it was enjoyable. I think one thing about that is you have to go in, and you have to, and that the research leaders have to go in, yeah, and not talk about science too much. But they kind of like, um, you know, they walk up to you. Mm-hmm. And in their brain, the little thing spins around like topics topics that I can talk to Andy about. And yeah. then often time, like the only thing that will come up is science. Yeah. Like, hey, Andy, how are those nanotubes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and you go, oh, yeah, great. Right. Or they go, how's research? And you go, yep, fine. Yeah. Uh, it's not because they can't just say like, hey, Andy, aren't you that lead singer in that drumming band? Yeah, that's right. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I've never watched, I've never seen your band. I don't know. I don't know what happens. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, I mean you're absolutely right. It's an easy option. But so, so you should go in then with a with a list of card like some cards and go pick one. And they pick it out and it's like pets. Yeah. And they go, oh well, pets, blah blah. What about are, what about yeah, coming in with some butcher's pens? paper and some pens? Some breakout butcher paper. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there was, um, uh, we did have a, a social get together once. I, Chris, you were around then. I don't think, mm-hmm. I think it was before your time, Andy, no. when I was a PhD student. Yeah. And everybody got given like a list of 10 questions. Yeah. And like conversation starters. Like, mm. what's your, what's your ideal holiday destination? What's your favorite drug? Um, and you had to get an answer from, uh, so each of the 10, Questions, you had to get an answer from someone else. Oh, that's so nice. So, I was speaking to 10 different people. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I didn't do it because, like you're Andy, a spoil sport. I went in and thought, this is lame. Lame-o. Yeah. Uh, but now I really see its uh, its advantage in kind of being this icebreaker. Yeah. yeah. I've had a meeting once with people who were not native English speakers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the idea that they would just ask me questions on like uh, clarifying some slang and to kind of just get them speaking in English yep. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with an English speaker. And one of the questions they asked me was at these uh, group functions, how do I join a conversation? Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. That's interesting, yep. isn't it? Yeah. And so, and you ran them through it. And so, I kind of because I think that if you're not a native English speaker, you would really find it hard to know when a pause in the conversation suits that you can say, you know, excuse me, how about this? Or, hey, where's your favorite place to go on a holiday? Yep. 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 Absolutely right. So, the, the one thing I do try and do in these parties is at least have one conversation with someone who I wouldn't normally talk to yeah and i do try to then use that to be a person that um doesn't have that many friends or yeah, you know perfect. is is a minority you know much yep. you don't want to say that is a minority in the group yeah i tell you what this is this is a great opportunity for our first p-pop challenge do it scientists out there listening if you're in a what a social situation yep. with other scientists your P-pop challenge to make the world a nicer place is to go and speak to someone who you would never normally speak to mm-hmm. and looks uncomfortable. Because we all know how it feels. Uh, yes. Exactly right. 
Yeah. Exactly right. And what's your favorite holiday destination? You got a pet? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Favorite drugs? Favorite drugs? <laughs> LSD 24, 25, <laughs> or 26? So that's it. That's, that's, and let us know how it goes on the forum. Yeah. Yes. Our next section is Science This, where we use our transferable science skills to science the shit out of an everyday activity. And today, the Science This topic in homage. Ooh. Thank you. To our episode number is 25. Hmm. 25. Homage. Is that like French? That's French for cheese, isn't it? It is. You're right. Good, Chris. Oh, you're remembering <laughs> you're, stuff. You're well travelled, aren't you, Chris? <laughs> Thank you. You're so worldly. <laughs> so, science, the number 25. All right. That was quite a challenge, wasn't it? Well, for some, not for me. Oh, Chris. Yeah, let me go first this week. <laughs> you go, Cameron, you go. All right, so I've got the most obvious one, so uh, I hope it screws up at least one of oh, you. Jesus, here we go. All right, when I think 25 and I think numbers, I think periodic table. Ooh, oh, yeah. good right. one. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad, but that's not what I got. Okay, I'm surprised. So mm. 25 on the periodic table is manganese. It is. Good old manganese. Uh, We love a bit of manganese. Manky manganese. I'm here to tell you that manganese is the best (laughs) element element. of them all. Of all of them. Yep. I mean, it's definitely in the top one. It's the best one. It's definitely in the top (laughs) one. (laughs) You're going to have to explain why it's the best. Yeah, go on, Karen. What can you do with manganese? Not because it's 25th on the periodic table either. Number one. Manganese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Say it. Manganese. So the name it's, is it's, what gives it its its amazing qualities. Uh, so uh, manganese, a transition metal Ooh. element, great magnetic properties as well as electronic properties. Oh, you're getting some science here, listeners. Science this off the cuff. And manganese is the. Say it uh, again, you bitch. <laughs> Manganese, oh. MN, is uh, the additive element that has pretty much allowed lithium-ion batteries to be made uh, in much larger scales. Oh, interesting. Cameron, have you ever worked on batteries before? I have. Hang ah. on, you're not the Cameron Shearer from the conversation, are you? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's Oh me. my God. Yeah. yeah, little did you know. Your number one fan is famous. Thank you, secret fan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, uh, what was normally just cobalt oxide in the cathode of the battery, they added manganese to make it an alloy cobalt manganese oxide. Oh, I love the way you say what it. What the hell? I thought you weren't ready for this. And then because of that, they could make it bigger uh, without losing any efficiency per unit volume or per unit weight. Mm. Uh, but it was much safer because it's less likely to allow the lithium to plate mm. onto it, which is the thing that will, could then catch fire. Okay. Wow. And wow. so that's why manganese and therefore the number 25 are the best. Well, there you go. For yep. someone who didn't prepare... That deserves a, a small round of applause. Oh, that's so rapid. <laughs> <laughs> I just like watching your hands touch anything. <laughs> if your hands touch your other hand, it's just oh, so soft. Oh yeah, so soft. I, I just thank you, sleep secret fans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Neil, you go. Do you reckon you can bring it? Uh, you go, Andy. I think right. we'll leave the best to last. So I did what every good science journalist does. And I went to Wikipedia. <laughs> oh. Does 25 have a listing on Wikipedia? Oh, yeah. Fucking hell, I don't have a listing on Wikipedia. See, no, I, I Googled right. it and I got nothing. So, <laughs> this is how Wikipedia and the number 25 appears in relation to science. Ooh. Manganese. <laughs> <laughs> number one, of course. Number one, of, of course. course. <laughs> it's number one. Oh, uh, no. The percent DNA overlap of a half-sibling, a grandparent, a grandchild, an aunt, an uncle, a niece, a nephew, an identical twin cousin, offspring of identical twins, and a double cousin. Now, I've never heard of a double cousin. Never heard of a double cousin. Did you click on it? No, it wasn't an active link. What's a it's double made cousin? Up. Does that mean what? there's some incest going on? What's that? What's what is a double cousin? Probably incest. So Probably incest. I didn't quite get it. So twenty-five percent. I have the same 
25% of the same DNA as my... Your grandparent. Grandparent. Or a half-sibling. Oh, yeah, of course. Or a grandchild. <laughs> All right, another 25 in science. Yeah. Part of the name of the LSD 25 molecule. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh, LSD. LSD. 25 is important in LSD. So the number 25 is in there because it was the 25th iteration of this molecule that he then took and tripped balls. Tripped balls. <laughs> was, was he trying to trip balls? No, I believe he accidentally got some on his skin and it seeped in and then he rode his bicycle home and he was like, wow, these flowers look excellent. Yeah, he, no, yeah I heard that he was sitting down and his chair started talking to him. Nice. That's what happened to me when I took mushrooms. Curtain started talking to me. <laughs> what did they say? You're great. <laughs> it wasn't. Were you looking at a mirror? <laughs> that means I looked in a mirror and I looked like curtains. <laughs> oh, I think I'm tripping now. You might have been tanned. So to science this, I've put LSD in your drink beforehand, and you'll be feeling it soon. Oh shit! No, I think I'm already there. I'm already there. What do I look like? You've got the shiniest forehead I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so shiny, it's blinding. Oh me. fucking hell! Right now, this is those are just lists. Those are just numbers, numbers and science. You've got more. I've got more, motherfucker. Jesus, you're giving me a run for my money here. This is the, this is my last one. Oh, right, thank God. Twenty-five is related to science because Cameron. Andrew. Question for you. Okay. What's standard temperature? 25 degrees Celsius. 25 degrees C. Isn't that 298 Kelvin? Very close, yes. 0.15? Yeah. 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 So, it is 25 degrees C is standard temperature and pressure, but it needs to change. It does? It needs to change because... It's been used since 1970-something. Uh-huh. Yeah. And since then, Guess the what? Earth has got 0. 0.85 uh, degrees warmer. Global warming, people. Global warming. Ooh. So, the new standard temperature from now on out. In? Now on in. Out. <laughs> <laughs> from now... <laughs> Homage. <laughs> From this point onwards. Massage. <laughs> From this point onwards is 25.85 degrees Celsius. Ooh. Is that according to you or is that official? Uh, the world uh, got together and, and uh, shook hands on it. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> so what about uh, like air conditioning being uh, more widespread, buildings being better and keeping the rooms cooler? Yeah. Doesn't um, matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. If 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 they've decided twenty five degrees the standard temperature, they need to take in inflation. Every reference to the number twenty five should be twenty five point eight five. Yep. Okay. So yeah. manganese uh, number twenty five point eight five. Okay. Ran standard 20... temperature twenty five point eight five. Yep. And uh, how much DNA do I share with my uh, grandparent? Twenty five point eight five. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> We're changing numbers on Peepop. Yeah, that's it. Done. Boom. Hey, Chris, uh, when you were 25.85, <laughs> yep. did you have a ponytail? No, I'd gotten rid of it by then. Oh, I got really? Rid of it. Yeah, so I you... got rid of it when I was about 21. 21. I grew up from when I was about 15 until 21. So six years of beautiful mullet growing years they were. Beautiful. So how did I science the number 25? You're about to tell us, I assume. So what is the language of science? English. Nope. It's the language that robots would speak. Binary. What do robots speak? They speak the language that computers speak. What is I've the language that computers speak? <laughs> Hexadecimal. They speak ASCII. binary. They speak ASCII. Huh? They huh? speak binary. HTML. So, what is 25 in binary? 00101100. Say it like a robot. One one. Zero, zero, one. No, properly, like with no emotion. <laughs> and without on, looking down, you've already, you've already read it twice. Don't look at it this time and read it out. Well, I'm not a computer, so I don't have a very good memory. <laughs> it is one, one, zero, zero, one. 
That you turned into Chris halfway through it. Say it like a robot. One one zero. <laughs> That's a Dalek. <laughs> and they're robots. No, they're cyborgs. Actually, uh, yeah. yeah, they're cybernetic yeah. organisms. That's a shame. One one zero zero. <laughs> one. <laughs> the pause was because <laughs> I had, had to, to look. look to see what the last number was. Uh, now, yes. I'm going to continue on a little bit because I found a website. Get this. Not only can you convert numbers into binary, yep. you can convert text. And I found a website uh, at www.binarytranslator.com. Yeah. And you can type in text and it will spit out binary. So, get ready. Ready. I'm wait, about wait. to say something What does binary. this have to do with 25? Oh, we've gone past that now and now we're moving into a new area of awesomeness. What is this? Zero one 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 zero 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 one 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 zero 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 one one zero one 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 zero one 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 zero 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 zero. That is. Wait wait wait. Let's leave it open. And anyone on the forum, work it out if you're interested. Work it out on the forum and let us know. Oh, that would be so good. I might have got one of the numbers wrong, but anyway. You mightn't get anything right. that makes sense. Wait, wait, I've got, one, I've got one more phrase, though. Go pause now. Pause the episode now. Pause. And go find it out. And then post on the forum what it is. Yep. All right. Well, special All right. prize coming to anyone. The first person to get a right on the forum. Yep. Yep. Special prize. Okay. So the next one is a phrase, is a little sentence, and it is 0101010. Got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one was wrong? Just I'm, start from where you stuffed up. I'm, I'm Don't not, start I'm the not, whole thing I'm not again. actually sure I'm going to be able to get through this without making a mistake. <laughs> Especially with your eyesight. That's, <laughs> that's so <laughs> tiny. Okay. 01010100000011010110011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011011